Well, I've been getting messages from Ukraine family members all day. Uh, there are further missile strikes taking place. All the airports have been hit. Uh, there are attacks on the infrastructure. Uh, all the reservists and former veterans have been called up. Arms have been distributed to the people in Ukraine. There is fighting to place and people have been killed and it is uh, escalating. Uh, so very grim at the moment. Is it your understanding that this action is being limited to the eastern territories that Putin was talking about or is it happening everywhere? It's happening everywhere, from all four sides of Ukraine. Uh, there have been incursions into the Odessa from the Black Sea area. Uh, from the east of Ukraine, the troops have come in, the tanks have come through from Belarus. Uh, I've been sent, contacted by a friend, sent uh, pictures showing of the airstrikes on uh, Ivana Frankilsk airport, which is in the Carpathian Mountains in the west of Ukraine. Uh, also in the west, there are uh, there have been attacks in uh, Ternopil, uh, in Lviv, uh, in uh, Lutsk uh, and in Brodir. So the attacks are literally, the strikes are coming all over. And does the objective appear to be to disable the sort of self-defence mechanisms? Well, there's obviously the attack is on the uh, defensive infrastructure uh, and all the other elements of the economic infrastructure that are there. But the invasion is, the invasion is actually a physical invasion as well uh, to actually take over the entirety of Ukraine. That's the only thing that you can see now with the landing of troops um, with tanks that are coming in really from four directions. What can the West do to try and stop this? We've got to have some decent, some serious sanctions. There's got to be a complete uh, economic and social uh, isolation of Russia. Russia is acting like uh, uh, a North Korea now with uh, with nuclear weapons. Um, the the uh, you know it's what's important now is that the sanctions actually freeze all Russian assets, freeze the assets of the oligarchs that are based in Russia. That the Russia has got to be disconnected from the global financial system, uh, and we've got to have political isolation. They've got to be suspended or expelled from all the uh, international uh, organisations in which they are engaged at this moment in time. And there's got to be a complete boycott of trade. What do you think the position is going to be in Russia about this? Because I mean, a lot of Russians have got relatives in Ukraine, etc. Well, listen, Russia, Russia is very difficult because politically it is a, effectively a dictatorship. The media is controlled by, uh, by Russia. The courts, the institutions are controlled by Russia. We know that there's been discontent in Russia, but we saw what happened to Navalny when he was there. The way that political movement has been closed down. There will be very serious concerns in Russia. The economic impact will be enormous, precisely whether that results in any form of protest or destabilization in Russia, we don't know. But, you know, when, when you have the forces that Putin has uh, and the control of the media, it, it's difficult to understand precisely what, what will happen. There are calls out to people in Russia to themselves protest, uh, and I'm sure there will be protests, and no doubt those repressed, those protests will be suppressed. So we have to wait and see what the broader uh, impact is in Russia itself. Do you think it could rebound onto Putin eventually? Uh, well, I think it could rebound on onto uh, onto Putin, but at this stage. Uh, we don't know. We just don't know how solid he is. He seems to be in absolute control. I mean, he is effectively in a dictator position with uh, control over the political, uh, the military and the militia units that are in Russia. It may be there will be instability in other parts. But we saw already, haven't we, what's happened in uh, Belarus. We've seen also recently what's happened in uh, Kazakhstan.
And of course, we saw some time back the way Putin absolutely devastated and destroyed uh, Chechnya and Bosnia there. So uh, you know, the the the, the, sight, the the sounds and the sights are absolutely ominous at the moment. So this appears to be an attempt to rebuild the old Soviet Union area, does it? Well, not so much the Soviet Union, so attempt to rebuild the Russian Empire. Putin has said he doesn't regard Russia as a nation. Uh, he has a completely distorted version of history. The, the cave existed and was a, a thriving capital 600 years before Moscow was even created. So he has rewritten history. He is rewriting history at this moment in time. Uh, and it is basically a Russian nationalist sort of imperial to create a greater Russia that is under his control. You must be very worried, Mick. I am incredibly worried. You know, when family members tell you that, uh, you know, they're going to be there, I'm going to stay here till the end, and they're getting their weapons, they're joining their units. Uh, Young people, old people, the veterans are coming out now. I've been told that there have been instruction that uh, uh, from house to house, any houses where there are guns, those people are to be uh, arrested. It's a criminal offence. So there's a direct attack now on the population of Ukraine, and people will fight. Oh, my, good, my goodness. Well, well, Mick, look, thank you. I, I know you'll need to keep your channels of communication open all the time. Thank you so much for talking to us this morning. And I'm sure all our listeners will wish you and the people of Ukraine the very best. Thank you very much for telling them about it.